Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Comics Experience Make Comics Podcast, the show where we talk about the nuts and bolts of making comics. My name is Joey Grow. Today, I am joined by Andy Schmidt, regular co-joiner. Hello, Andy. Hey, Joey. What's happening? Not much uh, other than talking comics, and we're joined by Gannon Beck. Hello, Gannon Beck. Hey, how's it going? Good. Thank you all for doing this and for distinctly getting your voices out there. We uh, we have a couple of different folks on the line, so it's always nice to make sure that listeners know who's who. Today we're going to talk about Big Picture, a comic that's coming out through CEX Publishing called Space Corps, which uh, I have read in webcomic form and excited to hear that it is going to be out in print form for the first time. And, you know, we talked a little bit about what would be interesting to listeners, and I think there's a, a number of roads we could go down. Gannon is the co-writer and artist on the series, along with Brian Richmond, uh, who was not able to join us today. And you guys worked on it for a very long time and put it out uh, online and now coming through uh, CEX Publishing. Andy, do you maybe want to kick it off with, I don't know, maybe you're, how you got to know Gannon? Yeah, of course. Um, so Gannon and I met through uh, Comics Experience. He had signed up for for a couple of courses, as I recall, and then he uh, he joined us on staff for a while. was uh, was a moderator on our forums and was sort of the the art. Uh, he was helping lead a lot of art development with artists on the forums. Did a fantastic job there, and so I got to know him. Kind of sort of when he was a student, uh, he was also taking the writing classes, and I got to know him working with him and seeing what a great educator he is and what a great uh, support. I'm, I'm talking to you like you're not here, Gannon. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah like what a, what a great, you know, how much he cared about learning and about teaching and all those things. And so, so a, a friendship and sort of you know a, a relationship that I could really trust in developed that way. But then also, we just sort of we became friends, and he was working on Space Corps. This, you know, like pretty much the entire time I've known you. I mean, it, it, when I first saw it, it was a short story or two. I think maybe three were done or the third one was in the works when you first kind of showed it to me. And I immediately really, really liked it. And that's one of the things we, we were talking about right before we hit the record button was how it's been online. It's been available for people to read for quite some time um, as as Gannon and, and Brian have been able to put it together and put it up and it's got a fan following and there's so many different aspects about, <laughs> about this book that I'd like to talk about. But now that it is actually happening, I mean, one of the things we were saying is you can still read some of those short stories, right, Gannon at Space right. Core. I, I think there's five actually there. There's the four that were published in issue zero, which we, we successfully kickstarted. And then we've done one since then, um, about uh, Corporal Hive uh, cheating at poker. Um, so, <laughs> so that's I've read that one. That was good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so what's the website where they can go read those? It's spacecorecomic.com. Right. And then there's also something newer that you're working on that's up there too, right? Yeah, right. Like, so it's actually kind of like Joey kind of is uh, kind of shot himself in the foot a little bit in that he and I were working on Zombie Lad. Um, this other property that we were working on. And then he introduced me to Brian and then Brian and I started doing space core and we put zombie lad off to the side while we were working on, on the, uh, the gosh, you know, like almost 200 pages of space core. Um, and so now we're coming back to that and we're, we're doing that one now too. So, so Joey's been uber patient, uh, about, about waiting for, 
his his friends to work on other stuff. Although although Joey's been working on Space Core too. He's got a short story uh, up there on SpaceCoreComic.com that he wrote. And maybe yeah. we should tell people the premise too, uh, what the the comic is about, no, and kind of no, how that evolved. That. All right, let's talk about Zombieland. So <laughs> Zombieland is a pastiche of Golden Age comics with a contemporary setting. That all right, Space Core. Space oh, Core. Yeah, it's Go basically um, it, it's it's uh, it's I mean kind of a mashup of it's like a Green Lantern Corps meets Band of Brothers um, where. You know, I, I have a military background and come from a military family, and I, I love space opera type stuff. And um, yeah, I just wanted to take that kind of military culture and then and then map it over that that uh, that that space opera kind of a thing. And, and uh, Joey had introduced me to Brian, and Brian was interested in the same sorts of things. So um, initially, we thought. You know, we could just do like a five-page pitch comic and and pitch it to uh, Image. I think was was the plan initially, and so we started working on one, and then it turned into two, and um, turned into four, and then you know, as you know, we we had a comic and was like, well, hey, why don't we just kickstart it? Um, we ended up not pitching it because we figured um, nobody really knew who we were, and you know, we figured the uh, the odds of of you know, image being interested in, you know, people that had a five page pitch comic that hadn't done anything else was probably pretty small. But, you know, Brian and I got to talking and, you know, we really liked working together. And I asked him, I said, hey, I mean, I like doing this. If you like doing this, um, you know, why don't we just keep going and then see what happens? Um, you know, so we did it as a web comic because um, and I know, Andy, like this is a, a big thing that you talk about. I mean, really, if you want to make comics, you don't need anyone's permission. And so we didn't ask for it. And we just did it and, um, and you know, put it on the web. And if, if that's all it ever was, um, we'd have been happy with it. I mean, it was fun to do and, and we're real proud of the work. And, um, you know, but being able to get it in print, um, you know, is really, really nice, too. I mean, like that, that's, you know, being able to hold it in our hands because we've done that with issue zero. And that is a great feeling to hold your own comic that, that you, you know, slaved on in your hands. And now it's not going to be one comic. It's it's going to be that plus you know well another three. I mean we, it's six issues, but they're double sized, so they're they're going to come out in three uh, three issues total. But yeah, it's going to be a good chunk of story. Yeah, I don't think anybody's going to be disappointed with with the amount of story that they get, especially considering and and this is something that that we mentioned too. We want to talk about is the art side because we tend to, our guests tend to be more editors and writers and. That type, but but you are, and you are obviously are a writer, but you're also an art, the artist. You are the artist. Right. Um, you're doing penciling and inking and lettering, and there's a there's a little bit of color here and there. Um, but you know, one of the things that you and I used to talk about when we, you know, when we were talking often before we both got super busy by taking on too much stuff, uh, was you know, for a while there, you were really into the idea of the 16 panel grid. And, you know, one of the things that I teach my writing students is look, five actions per page right, maximum. Right. And then here you are, you're going 16 <laughs> panels per page. And, and what, you know, I think people get really tripped up on, you know, well, if it's 16 panels and that's 16 actions, and it's, it's not always, you're going to multiple communicate one action. Um, and you, you're not slavish to the grid in that you don't always have 16 full rectangular you know panels on there but you use that as your formatting guide for space core and i know you've actually in, in more recently you've broken away from that some but but 
I think it's fascinating. And I think the way that you, you know, you clearly studied how that 16 panel grid works. You experiment with it a little bit. There are some pages in there that I think are super cool where you kind of break out of the grid a little bit. Um, uh, so I just thought it would be really interesting to have you sort of talk about why the 16 panel grid, like why right. go to a 16 panel grid? Like that's, that's yeah. insane to me as somebody that's <laughs> like starting out making their, their first comic. It's awesome. And, it, and you're shockingly successful, but why, why do that to yourself? <laughs> so, so I'm like my, my, my background is as, you know, professionally is as a graphic designer. So graphic design is all about organizing information um, and I went to the 16 panel grid for this story because I, I wanted to have compressed stories. So in, in the first issue, even it's, 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 it's two issues together. It's two chapters, but they're two complete chapters. I mean, like if you just got, you know, the, the first, you know, 22 pages, you would have felt like you read an entire story. So it, it's, it's the story's compressed in that way, but by using a 16 panel grid, you can do certain things with it. You can decompress a moment, right? Like, so you, you have that, that compressed style of storytelling that you might get out of Stan Lee and Jack Kirby back in the day. But then if you wanna, if you wanna expand a moment and, and go do like moment to moment transitions, you need, you need just panel counts to do that. Um, and a 16 panel grid helps you organize that. The other thing that I really like about it is, um, you know, compared to like say the nine panel grid, which allows you to organize information really well, uh, the 16 panel grid, you know, you've got like a four by four grid. And if you take like any, any um, tier of four, that's, you know, for those of us that grew up on newspaper strips that we're used to getting like things like Calvin and Hobbes and like a four, a four panel kind of, sure. you know, introduction, build up, punchline kind of a thing. And um, so people are kind of, you know, people of our age, I guess, are trained for that. So you can kind of smuggle in jokes in that writing style. Uh, for those of us that have done um, like online comic strips where you do that four panel uh, uh, writing. And if you pay attention, you'll notice like sometimes I'm, I'm, I'm joke writing in that format, like four panel grid and, and the four, the 16 panel grid gives that to you just kind of naturally with the grid not that not that necessarily you could do that like without doing like a strict 16 panel grid like that but it lends sure. itself to it so i look for when we're when we're actually doing the writing for it i would look for places where um if i could you know get that that writing style that four panel writing style smuggled in there and smuggle in jokes here and there um, or just, you know, you, you'd have even daily strips, um, of like, like Spider-Man was like a four panel grid, like back in the day when Stanley was doing it, uh, in the newspapers. Um, it just lets you, it lets you play around a little bit that way with the writing of it in the way that, um, like a more freeform, um, grid may, like might not lead you there as much. So that's why I did that versus like a nine panel grid or, um, or, uh, you know, more freeform or something like that. Yeah. On your next project, could you do me a favor and do the 100 panel grid? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 10 up and 10 down. Yeah. Uh, well, that's super, it's super interesting that, that um, I don't think I'd heard you talk about, you know, the comic strip aspect of it. I think that's pretty fascinating. I, I know that I have said many, many times how difficult that comic strip format is. I mean, and it's, and it's great for jokes and when it's working, it's, it's phenomenal, but you can use that, that language of that four panel, story not just for jokes like i mean it's great for jokes but right. it, 
but that format lends itself to, to genre beyond just comedy. And there is a fair amount of comedy in Space Corps, which is one of the things that I really like about it is that, um, you know, the, the part that, that, yes, there's this galactic, you know, organization and this military organization. So I get Band of Brothers meets Green Lantern Corps, but they don't have the most powerful weapon in the universe, right? They're not all got these, these rings that do this stuff. Like, they're really soldiers. I mean, for me, reading Space Corps and, I, you know, you're you're a marine veteran and you're you know you your whole family i think is 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 well baked in that culture for me i've got a a brother that was in the army and i've got uh you know my grandfathers were you know fought in conflicts but um so i'm not nearly as steeped in that culture but for me it was really fascinating to read space corps several years ago but then rereading it recently with how much our country is sort of changing and the, and the different conversations, sometimes arguments that we're having, like it was really, it's a really, really fascinating read because it's clearly you, you've got the culture right, but you're honest about what some of these things mean and the effects that they have on family, like um, the son and the, and the parents, like there's, there's this real like emotional um, thrust to it. So it's not just a, it's not just a cerebral argument and it's not just a patriotism argument or or debate or whatever you know but it's it's all of that is all in there and you can really like you 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 don't just understand it mentally but you can feel all of those things mixed in there and how, how sometimes they sort of propel each other and how sometimes they're kind of in conflict with one another i mean it's just it's a fascinating gripping sort of emotional story on top of this super cool world, and then you inject this humor into it too, which makes the whole thing feel that much more relatable. And it's not weighty in the sense of like, Ugh, like uh, this is so, uh, like I feel so heavy when I'm done. Like it's it it balances all of those things in a way that very few comics manage to do. Which obviously is one of the reasons why everybody on the review committee loves it. You know. Thank you. Um, I would say. You know, when I get down to the like the page level, right? I mean, when 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 you're when Brian and I are working on the story and we're talking about high level stuff, it's very much um, kind of a Marvel style of working. I mean, it's conversations, and as we're making the conversations, you know, we're writing things down, and we get the outline down and stuff like that. And then once once I get down to the page level, um, I'm I'm always I have I have Peter David running in my head saying the one the one commandment is thou shalt not bore the reader. So like when I get down to the page level, I'm just trying to like do whatever we have in that outline, which if everything works there, then all I have to do is just not be boring and screw it up. Like when, once I get to the page level. So that could be interesting drawings, interesting dialogue. Like I said, you can smuggle in a joke. Um, you know, it, it, uh, it, it, it's that kind of an approach that, um, that gets it to the point where like it either works or it doesn't like if you can't it has to work at both levels right like you have to get it to work at that that organizational level you have to know what you're saying and have that outline and know how you're getting there but then at the page level if if you just can't be interesting um or funny or something at, at there then then i feel like we'll lose people so i just have have peter david like i said over and over and over again i think uh, in his writing book he, he says that that one commandment and that that stuck with me and i have that going over and over and over again when i'm drawing or or even writing interestingly though um when people 
when people, um, I, I'm, I'm an artist for a living, right? I mean, I, I you know, do t-shirt designs and graphic design and that sort of a thing. And when people who like Space Corps really talk about it, they never talk about the art. They're always talking about <laughs> um, the writing and the story, which, which I, I, I feel like that's a success because if people fall in love with the characters and fall in love with the story, like I don't care if they want to hang it on their wall. I care if like we got like uh, a friend of mine um, who's a member at CE, like got like Corporal Hyatt tattooed on his arm because he loves the character, not because he loved the drawing, because <laughs> he loves the character. And that's really, really cool. Yeah, but I think I think uh, you know you don't get you don't get a love for that character without you know the art. So I, I know that you know when we tend you know, and I I have this tendency too you know especially like uh, I, I'm on part of another podcast called Franchise Fan Guys where we talk about movie franchises and and you know we talk about character and we usually talk about it in the sense of like how they're written, but it's also how they're acted, how they're shot, how they're dressed, like all of that goes into whether or not you love that character right indiana jones like that hat the whip the you know the the jacket like all of that is a part of who he is right and so you know but i think it is also it's a testament to the fact that 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 you and, and you guys are are very successful as writers as well but the art is there and one of the things that's super cool about your art is and i know this because i've seen your underdrawings on on all this stuff which feels naughty to say i've seen your underdrawings but uh but yeah they like your figures uh while they have a life to them and a cartooniness and a, like a roundness to them um they're they're they also are very grounded like you build all of those structures the figures the machines the everything is is built very solidly like it all feels real and that is something that i think people who tend to you know read comics or just look at art but you know aren't artists themselves they're not going to see that. They're not going to understand why they react to those characters necessarily. Um, but you know, again, that art is is so ingrained and in part of it. They just know they react to the character. They care about the character. They think the character's hilarious or whatever. But the art is so wrapped up in that. And and there really are fewer and fewer comics. I'm not going to say there's it's not like none or anything, but there are fewer and fewer comics where the writer and the artist are the same person. And there's something you know, that's something that Will Eisner used to talk about. And that, you know, he really felt strongly that comics were supposed to be done by a single artist, that one person would write them, pencil ink them, color them if they're going to colored and letter them. And while you certainly have had help here, like Brian, yeah. Brian brought a lot to the table for sure. Um, you know, you were writing, doing the art and doing the lettering. Like, and there is a consistency, I think, therefore, a voice you know one of the things that i like just as a writer is i like what other people bring to the table but you can but there's a give and take with everything right so you have this consistency of voice or space core has this consistency of voice in execution in, in all aspects of it that my projects tend not to have right you know we can all do our jobs well but that doesn't mean they're all consistent with one another you know so it's a it's a really cool thing and i just think it's a uh you know no, you really can't separate those two things, yeah. especially in the case of Space Corps. It, 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 it does help that I have the whole story in my head. Like, it's really deep in there. Like, I'm, I'm, not, like I'm not having to, um, uh, to guess at what a writer means um, or what the intent is. I, mean, I really do understand the intent of, of where we're going with it. 
that said, I, I would say like what, what you're what you're experiencing is still like the collaboration that I'm having with Brian. I, I, I like I've even noticed like when I collaborate with another person, the voice of it is different. Like that like that that collaboration has its own voice. Um, in fact, I had a friend of mine, there was, there's one part of Space Corps that he said, um, he's a really good friend and, and he's a great artist too, a good storyteller, but he like rewrote a scene for me and I liked it, but I, I told him, I was like, you know, this, this sounds like, like the stuff that we do, not the stuff that Brian and I do. Like the, the voice of it just sounded right. very different. So whatever, whatever alchemy Brian and I have, um, it, it really comes out in that. And and even though I've got the story deep ingrained in me, um, like I'll get stuck on something and Brian will come in swooping with like, you know, a great idea that, that like that just, I, I, I always thought reading about the Marvel style of working, I thought it was crazy. I was like, why would anybody work this way, right? Um, <laughs> having done it, um, the reason you work that way is because things are so open until they're down on paper and Creators can spark off each other um, in a way that they don't if, if the artist is just taking a script um, and, and executing a script uh, that, that a writer's uh, come to the table with. Like it's more final when it's in script form, whereas when it's an outline form and you're going back and forth and it, it, it's, it's messy in the beginning, but it, it leaves for these like, you know, as you're working and even drawing in um, like layouts and stuff like that, I might have this whole section of, okay, something interesting has to happen here. And then, um, you know, Brian will come up with a great idea. I'm like, oh, that, that's fantastic. And then that sparks an idea that I have that I never would have had had Brian not come come to the table with, with, with an idea. I don't want to, like I could give examples, but I don't want to give examples because I don't want to like give spoilers and that sort of a thing. But, um, but it's, it's, there's there's stuff in there. I'm like, I know wouldn't have happened if not for Brian being there, like coming in with like a great idea at just the right time, solving storytelling problems. Um, so I really and, and you know, I do like the collaborative aspect of comics. I think to me it's it's um, even like I like doing a short story by myself once in a while, um, but I, I like working with people, um, especially creative people, and just seeing what you can come up with together. Um, and even, even comics I enjoy, um, I mean, not surprisingly, I'm, I'm a big Dark Knight Returns, uh, uh, fan with, with, you know, Frank Miller and Klaus Janssen and Lynn Varley. And you look at what Klaus is able to do with Frank Miller's pencils, like neither one of them do that style by themselves completely. Right. But together they hit this thing that neither one of them could do separately. And, and I'm, I'm looking for those. Those, those magic alchemies where, you know, the, 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 you know, the, 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 what they produce together is better than what either one of them, like it's even greater than the sum of the parts. It's something like really special. And, um, and, and, you know, that, that's what I'm looking for. And I think, I think with Space Corps, I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm so proud of what we've done. I, I look at it even now, even though I mean, I'm always learning and trying to get better, I'll look at it and go, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll claim that, that that's, uh, that's pretty good. <laughs> well, yeah, I definitely think it's worthy of, uh, of, of certainly of your 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 pride, but I think it's worthy of publishing and it's worthy of, of buying. Otherwise, we wouldn't be doing it. Um, so, I, one thing I do want to say is uh, talk to your local retailers or you're listening to this uh, and tell them that you want them to order Space Core um, for you. It's three issues; they're double size; they're four ninety nine. So you're getting the whole second 
half or just a dollar more. Um, uh, and it's a really, it's a really, really great book that, that um, Gannon and Brian took a lot of time and care to put together. And, and it shows on that, on those, on those pages. Um, and that, and if your retailer doesn't know where to find us, we're under comics experience publishing in the diamond catalog. Um, and if you're not near a local shop and you're just listening to this and you think space core sounds like something for you, then you can always check out cexpublishing.com. Go to the store. You can order it direct on there digitally, or we can, uh, we can send you physical copies as well. Um, but yeah, this is awesome. Gannon, it's great catching up with you again. Yeah. Great to see you guys. Gannon, where else should people look for you online? Uh, gosh, you know, I'm horrible at this, this stuff. I am on Twitter. <laughs> I couldn't tell you my Twitter handle. It's probably like... I think it's Gannon B, isn't it? I think so. I think so. I think it's Gannon B on Twitter. Um, uh, I'm on Facebook. I'm in Gannon Beck. I mean, if you search Gannon Beck in Google, I, I come up, you know, there's only like two of us in America, I think. So I'm, I'm the bald one that's old. You, you, you are Gannon B on Twitter. And Andy, you are also on Twitter and not bald. Nor am I Gannon B on Twitter. I am uh, 39A Andy. So two A's in the middle there. 39A Andy on Twitter. Yeah. Great. And obviously, Gannon, you mentioned uh, folks can go check out Space Core short stories as well, which is very cool because you can go get a taste of what the comics like and stuff that won't be appearing in those print issues. That's true. Andy, anything hey. else CE wise? No, we've got courses coming up. Um, we've got uh, we've got the creators workshop as always. There's a lot there's a lot going on, so I don't I never know which what thing to choose to to plug. But yeah, check out comicsexperience.com. Also, comic experiences on Twitter at comic experience, uh, which is where you can also if you've got questions for the podcast, you can shoot them over to them, and Joey and I will get them, and and uh, usually we'll even talk about them. We won't record episodes about them. We'll just discuss them amongst ourselves. That's right. That's where most of our time goes. Yeah, yeah I can, I can, like, if, if you guys don't mind the uh, the endorsement. I mean, I I have taken a lot of classes at, at <laughs> both art um, and and writing. I, I recently took the writing class um, and really loved it. And um, um, and I would also say that you know, like, I I. I you know, do t-shirts for a living, but the process that I use in my t-shirts, I pull so much from comic books to do it <laughs> uh, because comic books are so hard. If you, you take a Photoshop class, if you want to learn it better than anybody, right? Go to the person who has to color four pages a day and find out how that person's learning it and you will get better and faster. And same thing with, um, I took the lettering course, I think last year, and I've been an illustrator for years prior to taking the course. And it may be better and faster at my job that has nothing to do with comics. So, <laughs> so if you if you want to get good art wise, um, you know, make comics. It, it will force you to get better. And if you want to learn how to use Illustrator better than anybody and Photoshop better than anybody, find the people who have to do things under tight deadlines and find out how they use the programs. Excellent. Yeah. And you can find uh, your co-writer, Brian Richmond, on Twitter. He's at B Richmond. I wanted to throw that out since Brian was unable to join us last minute due to some scheduling. And Space Corps in stores October 27th uh, of this year, 2021, as of our recording. And you can find it also online at cxpublishing.com. I think that covers it. Yeah, just one quick caveat on the on the 
on the in-store date, you know, there have been uh, shipping delays. It's been widely talked about across the industry and across pretty much every industry at the moment. Um, so that date is subject to shift, but hopefully that'll be about right. Excellent. And they can always track you guys down on social media and see what you're, you're talking about as well. Gannon, thanks for your time today and uh, talking about this. All right. Thanks, yeah. guys. Great talking thanks, guys. All right. Till next time, keep making comics.